Hello, All Beer Inside listeners. We here at All Beer Inside understand that not everyone has the time to watch a YouTube video, so we are presenting the audio-only portion of the show here for your ear holes. This is the audio from episode 123 of the YouTube show, which was originally released on April 1st, 2022. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, and other listening avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask that you rate, review, and subscribe to wherever you are getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside. Today we are in the Montérégie region of Quebec, specifically in Actonville. And joining me today is Mathias and Christian from Artisan Brasseur Bob Magnal, or Bob Magnal Artisanal Breweries. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for taking time in your schedule to speak with us about your brewery today. And I look forward to uh, trying uh, your amazing lineup of beers from what I can see. So uh, what am I starting with here? So it's our uh, Pilsner, uh, Czech-inspired with sauce and uh, Czech yeast, uh, called Valois, uh, which is the kind of nickname for people from Acton Vale. Okay. Uh, Beautiful nose. Hey, gentlemen, as we do on the show, a toast. Uh, it goes cold here. Mm, very hey, it's tasty. A, a little bit better than the gross, right? <laughs> There's a, yeah. a little thing. Yeah, very solid. Not like overpowering bitterness uh, behind the Pilsner anyway. It's, it's nice and crisp. Like to me, the, for myself, this is more of a summer beer. But obviously, you could drink it all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could drink all year any round beer, beer to me. So <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah, our first batch, uh, it's sold out in no time. <laughs> Middle of winter came out just before Christmas. Yeah, it came out like mid-December, and we stopped selling it to out of, except from here, uh, like mid-January. So it just, it, it actually went really, really better than we expect on that. So we had to, uh, to fill two fermenter that's, keep, that's to, awesome. to keep going. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have, do have quite the setup here, and obviously, I, being more outside Montreal, you can have more room to have Yeah, for, for so, way less a price yeah. than that. That's one of the reasons we choose to look in the region more. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So what's, what's the beer story? What brought you guys together, your love of craft beer and, and creating Bob Magnet? We met at the bar, of course, <laughs> uh, uh, over Untapped, yeah. Yeah, over Untapped, oh, actually. Cool. And uh, started talking about beer, and uh, I found out that he was uh, homebrewing, uh, and I wanted to. I had just started doing some batch with a friend, so but I wanted to learn more and was really new at it. So yeah, uh, he invited me over for his next batch, and, uh, which we brew IPA and we brew an uh, IPA and a bitter and a bitter. And uh, we were in uh, the, the Montrealer, the brewing club at the time, mm-hmm. and was the two first beer that we sent in competition, the beer that we blew together, and we got a silver and a bronze medal, I think, or gold, I don't know, silver and uh, bronze, Yeah, I think. something. So then we, again, medals. I guess we meant to brew, to brew together, let's, uh, let's keep going. And then uh, it keep going, keep going, uh, more, uh, more contests, I guess. We really enjoy making the, the homebrew competition because you get, you get the really good uh, feedback. It's not only just your family and friends say, yeah, yeah, you have really good beer. You, know, you need like, to have the judge telling you that, yeah, this thing sucks. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you, you need it. Yeah, because yeah, it, it's like family and friends are great that they're drinking your beer, but also in their hearts, they're, well, I, gotta, I have to say they're good even if they're not good. Well, oh, yeah, exactly. And then obviously they're not all really like uh, beer connoisseurs. They mm-hmm. don't know all the, the stuff, sometimes the subtlety you need to get. So uh, yeah, we run the beer competition maybe for three years, maybe around that. That's where Bob yeah. Magnail came from, actually, because we, we were sending beer on our boat name. Okay. And then the, we, we kind of place higher in the ranking. So yeah, you know what? We brew together. Let's just bring all the beer under one name. And which name? So okay, it's going to be Bob Magnail for multiple reasons. <laughs> but, uh, and then, yeah, we, we score better. We made better score. We uh, won competition in uh, Quebec at La Barberie, uh, where uh, the, the winner got their uh, the recipe brew on the larger scale, uh, which went super well, was the, the Ghost Bob Magnail. So at the time, yeah, since we, when we start pro, Bob Magnail was kind of already known, so we kept the name and uh, we go with that. 
And Montrealers, when you were part of it, was still Tico in charge, or was it? Uh, uh, at the beginning, yeah, at was the beginning, Tico, yeah. and yeah. then uh, Drew came down. Mm -hmm. uh, Drew took it. Or actually, I think we were even there before Tico become. Yeah, uh, I think it was before the, Tico. The, yeah. Uh, I was. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the translator. The <laughs> saxophone. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> no, it's crazy. We're like meeting uh, all of you guys. You know, speaking with Tico, speaking with Drew, and it's like, yeah, the Montrealers. That's where we kind of like. Homebrewers come in and it's like, yeah, hey, you should be brewing this on, on a big scale and getting this out to people. And it seems but, very supportive. But it's actually, yeah, there's actually uh, Avant Garde, they come, uh, the guy were from, uh, they were Montrealers mm -hmm. as well. Uh, who was there? I had another one in mind, but uh, just forget it. Uh, Shelton? Shelton? Okay. Uh, so. But we did others too. Labac was around Labac. back then. Uh, and uh, another, I guess we can say it by now since it seems to have died down, X de Mille, which was a little bit more underground, but mm -hmm. you, basically was a competition, but also just a big party where people showed up at someone's house with tents. And <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. That, that was a really nice party. Yeah. We went there three years in a row. Very cool. Yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I've always been kind of support local. It's when the pandemic started, people were like, oh, I'm not buying things from overseas anymore. I'm like, I haven't been buying beers from overseas in ages. I've got you all beat already, so it's I'm just my home. So it's a, yeah, uh, it's outside of home brewing. You know, I, I support local. I go to but that's, a, that's one thing. Or, Let's say there's there's something that we don't really embrace right now because of a bunch of things. But all the grain, let's say mm -hmm. the, our favorite grain, pretty much come from Europe. Yeah. Uh, so at one point, is it like as local as so the, the transformation obviously is made here. We, we need to rely on stuff around the world as well. Yeah. If you want to make the top, it's one of the things. When you're a brewer, you don't have any limit. If you, don't, if you want to do the best thing and everything you want, you don't have to put yourself any limits. So just have access to all the ingredients you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, look how much people are, are placing orders years ahead at Yakima Chief. Yeah. For yeah. their hops. It's, it's but crazy. Actually, yeah, if you want to do any NEPA, uh, good luck with Quebec hops. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I guess some, some did it. And, uh, but is it top of the shelf? Yeah, it's a, a discussion we can have, but. Mm -hmm. I am noticing more hop farms are opening in Canada, so it's. Yeah, it's, it's yeah but they still uh, like it's a, it's a thing of copyright and uh, stuff that uh, Citra will always be. We yeah, need. the breeds and, and the climate yeah. and. Exactly. And they are not the same experience, so, but for sure we're but willing we could, to try that. If, yeah, exactly, but it could be different. At one point, it's going to develop something like. To, to work here, it's like wine yard or stuff like that. It's we're not in France, but we mm -hmm. still have good wine yard as well. So it's just yeah. a different product. You have to think of that as a different product. So, so creating Bob Magnell, picking the location, bringing the brewing equipment, any kind of roadblocks or problems getting your brand out there. How, how much time you have? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure it's, it uh, the guys at Brew Revolution said it'd be easier to tell you the problems we didn't have. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, but it's not, it's not a matter of having a problem, but starting a company, starting a business, it's always like a bunch of stuff uh, coming in the way that you didn't really plan, or even if you plan it and you didn't plan it exactly where it would happen. But we, we were quite lucky, except for like the, the price of wood that was skyrocket when we started. Uh, yeah, and uh, the, we got hit not as bad as some, but uh, with the shipping from, uh, we, we bought the equipment the from China. Mm -hmm. yeah, in hindsight, maybe we should have considered something local since... Yeah. With the, with the increased shipping costs that, that went crazy, uh, just as, as it was about to ship, uh, uh, it, it was something unexpected. And uh, the availability of, uh, of stuff too, like, uh, seems stupid, but the, for the coal chamber, the, the, the panel, we wait like close to six months for the panel of the coal chamber because they didn't have the, the stuff for retain. I guess it was just a little thing like that that seems to, uh, but... Uh, the city and the, the MRC being really uh, helpful on a lot of let's say, stuff that would be out of our end usually, like mm -hmm. uh, the regulation and stuff like that. They're really helpful on that. So this part, at least, uh, we have good uh, experience with it. Yeah. Was Acton Vale very open to, to having you guys here? Were they like, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I guess since, because the, there was uh, actually here, it's our second project kind okay. of in Acton Vale. Uh, the first project uh, that we propose uh, kind of... Uh, didn't work, uh, but at, even at the time, the city was quite, I wouldn't say excited, but were really uh, into, okay, yeah, you guys uh, coming in and uh, 
get us a brewery and uh, they I guess it's kind of uh, in the in the in the way the right now to have a brewery every every city kind of yeah we don't have a brewery we need one <laughs> it's on uh, it's in the line of checking <laughs> we can uh, we have a brewery now check uh, but yeah we were really uh, really welcome and they really quite supportive when uh, with it, the, it's always nice to hear that you know as we mentioned Tico earlier is Verdun didn't have a bar or a brewery for a hundred years yep and now it's like there's a brewery, and, but here's all these rules. And when I first started my craft beer journey, I would have to, the closest place I could go was, from where my location was uh, St. Amboise, which is between micro and macro, but it's still. Well, it's still a micro in yeah. numbers. Uh, the, the philosophy behind it might mm -hmm. be a little bit more macro, but yeah. And their terrace, I mean, it's wow. Great. It's great. Yeah sit back there on the canal have a beer you know it's it's always nice and then during fall it's drink those pumpkin ales pumpkin ale pumpkin ale and to me it's one of my favorite i'm i've had so many but it's still it's the availability and like the availability of beer stores in quebec now seeing your product on shelves is always good too is that outside the acton ales which we mentioned pre-show i tried your bourbonade your miss thatcher so I was lucky enough to, to actually try your beers before speaking with you guys today, and I knew like that you're on the list. I have to speak with you guys. You make great beers, at least the two I've had. So and then this as well. So that's three, and who knows uh, what else we'll try during the show. We'll try so. to we'll try to impress, still impress you. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, <laughs> we, 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 when we start, actually, we start at uh, I was brewing at Kroonen at the time in 2017. So mm -hmm. we uh, we we had the chance to start having beer on shelf since then. Uh, so uh, when we start here already, we we didn't start from scratch. We already had like uh, some sort of uh, merchandising going around. Uh, the distribution, same thing. So it's uh, I guess it's a good thing. Uh, I guess to to have when you start, it's something that you don't really have to start from scratch. It already mm -hmm. has some sort of going. Yeah. So. It was a great help too for just getting the to know what we wanted since we already brewed on equipment quite a few times. Yeah, it's way easier to, to make tried a couple brewery of, before of, of, <laughs> of, of, of the equipment. Oh, that's unfortunately one of the losses of the pandemic. You mentioned Cruden. They have shut down, unfortunately, due to the pandemic, which sucks because I like the creativity that they had of the whole Transylvania like vibes of brewing. But we haven't. I don't think we've lost a lot in Quebec. Uh, yeah, it's not, but it's all that money. That shut no, down. I guess it's. Not, not even in brew pub or because uh, I think the the the, the law changing where brew pub could sell yeah. maybe save a couple probably uh, at least help a lot a couple of them uh, but as a industrial brewery distributing it's I guess it's a it was a it wasn't a, a, as bad journey as other industries yeah. uh, we were still able to sell to client and uh, we're uh, essential service mm -hmm. yeah able to be open uh, at exactly. least in some format i mean i know it sounds silly like people are like how is alcohol an essential service i'm like well if you cut just, off an alcoholic stop, you're gonna yeah. kill them yeah just so. stop <laughs> selling alcohol and wait for a week yeah brace yourself and look and watch <laughs> so especially with everything that's going on maybe somebody wants to sit back and enjoy a beer or a glass of wine or a mm -hmm. cider it's Ah, it's Ready good. for yeah. a second round? Yeah, let's. Uh, what's beer number two we're going to be trying here? Let's go, uh, Gustav Vasa. Wanna... Yeah, Gustav Vasa is our um, New England IPA. I guess we are maybe a bit on the drier and mm -hmm. uh, should I call it less less juicier? Um, Thank you. In the texture. Okay. Uh, kind of to, to to have a good uh, drinkability still. Yeah, it's got that wonderful New England nose I like. Awesome. A toast. A toast. It's a toast. Yeah, we pulled out this batch is uh, from uh, last week. We, we came out with for the Vassal up at uh, uh, cross-country skiing race. Yeah, so all of our um, hoppy beers, uh, like they over here, mm -hmm. uh, they have the the little figurine there, okay, which yeah. uh, so, so they're all kind of a, a Swedish royalty. Um, so the name is from a Swedish royalty. The other one is Carl Dus and uh, Ulrika Eleonora. And uh, so they look the same, just mm -hmm. different color. And then we have also the motto, 
from, um, from the specific uh, royalty uh, in Swedish. Uh, and pretty much all of the mottos speak about God or, or something like that. But we, so we took that, but we modified it to, to replace God with hops instead. <laughs> so this one is all makt out of humle, which roughly means all the power comes from hops. Oh, cool. And it used to be all the power come from God before. I mean, you got quite the variety when it comes to labeling and names. What, who, who comes up? Obviously, I'm guessing as a team, but who does the designs? Who comes up with everything? Uh, so the design uh, is called Nick Fortin. Um, I used to work at Ubisoft before starting this. So uh, he was a co-worker there. Uh, that is, so he's doing the design on, uh, as a side, side gig. We all uh, usually sit yeah, and have like uh, a chat, the three of us, see where, uh, where it goes. But more and more he knows us. So uh, for sure, like for Bulbarov, which was the first uh, label we did back then, was a bit more work, more talking involved. The first couple, like Thatcher, Pazapa as well. But at one point, we, we create board, we throw stuff, you know where we think of going. And uh, uh, he's quite good at... Uh, at getting the job done uh, pretty much where we want it. And yeah, and it's quick too. Usually we have kind of a concept and he shows us some initial the direction to go, but then after he, 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 he usually have a, at least five variations with the colors and a few elements placed differently. And then we can say we kind of like this element there and that element from this other variation and, and, and we, we, we come up with something from there. Okay, we, we, we noticed at one point on the on the, the label by lately that, okay, it's, if you put them all aside on, the, on a shelf, it doesn't make any sense together pretty much, except of the, all the yellow or the orange mm -hmm. band. It's just, so we, we kind of turn it into families of design. So we have like Fustarto on your side, the Acta Nail, mm -hmm. which are uh, mostly local stuff here. Uh, basic uh, blonde, uh, red ale, uh, blanche, and uh, there's a black, uh, there's a, a stout coming. So these are, they, they're gonna have their own, their own stuff. Then the hoppy stuff have a kind of design where color and like Matthias was saying, the, the little uh, figurine or, mm -hmm. uh, on it. Uh, obviously the, the sour stuff where it's more exploding, a bit going everywhere and being a bit more uh, freestyle on that part and uh, Valois, but we have new stuff coming. We have a Vienna Lager coming, but it's gonna be more classical look. Uh, so you look at kind of Valois, you can pretty much put it through macro. Uh, if, if for people that yeah. doesn't know, it's just, you look at it, well, probably it's going to taste the same thing as the can that looks pretty much like this. So it's, that's what we try to achieve. So we want to go in that direction with that series with more classical look. But, uh, but we, we like to play with the design as well. It's a, it's a nice thing. And uh, we... Uh, we have so many uh, stuff going that uh, we just can't focus on one style, <laughs> like some brewery, which they do pretty well. Pretty well. It look, it's nice when everything look alike. Yeah. Right, it's a bit hard for us to get that discipline. Uh, I mean, from the sound of your Acton Ale or, or your, uh, your Gateway beers, it's, you know, yeah. Jean from down the street is like, no, Coors or Budweiser. And it's like, how about, how about you try? But that's the, it's, it's the price our... point as well too. So we did the beer where price point is really closer than if you go to the the, the corner store, mm -hmm. we can be just beside a can of uh, of course or Budweiser or uh, of Grolsch, and uh, being like uh, really in the same kind of price for the format. And that's the, the we have to we want to put in the guy the guy's head. You know what? I can try this one, and every can. As an insensitive as well, we give 25 cents per can sold to an organism in yep. the MRC. So I guess you drink, but you make a good, yeah. uh, a good gesture at the same time. So, uh, and then, obviously, we don't want them to stick on Ching beer. Mm -hmm. So that's where Valois, where the Vienna Lager come from. It's just like a step up. Because, taste this, taste this. It's in the same kind of family, but it's just like better. Mm -hmm. If you take a, every client is going to... People are curious, so if you take them by the hand and you explain your stuff, most of the time they can, uh, they're, they're curious and they're going to taste it and enjoy it. Plus it is, you know, I know I, I'm a broken record, but it is support local, 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 like buy local as much as you can. 
especially with Montérégie region is you know come here and then, and then maybe some friends down the street which will will be next week's interview we're at perspective uh, and then there's other breweries in the area that I'm, I'm honestly not overly familiar with the Montérégie it, it is there does seem to be brewery opening here but we are at the area. really end we actually yeah. like the gate of uh, the eastern gate but I uh, see that's, uh, that's the thing when we when we build the place here it was important to hire all people locally uh, I had a, a construction background. I could have called friend from Montreal, say, okay, maybe I had cheaper price, maybe I had stuff quicker, mm -hmm. quickly happen. But if I'm going to tell them to drink local for like the next 10, 15 years, 20 years, who knows? And I'm, I'm bringing, I'm coming with people from out of town. It's going to, it's, it's stupid. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we try to as much as possible kind of follow that, that, that spirit. We hire people from all around, all the, the, the merch is done locally here at uh, a place where it's, it's we're ha we're uh, super lucky to have that here as well so uh, yeah it's support your uh, your community your close community and it's gonna it's gonna help everybody grow and make and they return the favor too. many yeah. of the contractors that were working here that they are some of our best customers coming back to buy our beer after so. yeah we made a beer for our electrician for last uh, last Christmas, he said instead of giving uh, giving a Christmas card and uh, make something that makes no sense, it yeah. was just giving cans of beer with uh, it's all logo on it and uh, message. I would People be very happy with. Well, I, you know what? You're more happy at Christmas card. You just say, ah, that's fine. A can of beer. Yeah. Uh, I know with like you, you guys mentioned Untap, which is funny, is like there's the Untap challenge, which is like drink a beer seven days in a row. I'm like, I can do that, no problem. <laughs> it's just one beer. It's it's not like I'm going home drinking six okay, New England badge, IPAs. You know what? I'm pretty sure I don't have that badge. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard, Untapped is is quite the. It's it's such a like dichotomy of like, because you you obviously have your social media trolls who will be like, oh, uh, it's too bitter for me. Point two five. It's like, but you don't like any bitter beer, so stop rating beers like that. Yeah, I know. It's a it's a funny. Uh, it's a funny place on tap. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm super fair. Uh, you know, I've had a beer before, and, and Troy from Nibras in our first ever interview mentioned, he's like, oh, something went wrong with my canning. And Untapped actually helped him bring the beer back because it was a bad canning process. No, so yeah, yeah. If you don't, it's, it's, like, it's something you have to, to have the feedback, especially yeah. like when in pandemic, those, so everybody had a tap room that was closed. Yeah. You just, uh, and a lot of them just start canning at the time. Uh, okay, they made, uh, they start working with canning, uh, canning line, mobile canning line. But uh, you never know if something goes wrong. You don't have your tap room anymore. You don't have your clientele. So it's a way of getting in touch to see if things mm -hmm. goes like you like. But still, yeah. if your Pilsner score 2.5, you say it's, it's golden. <laughs> oh, it's, I mean, it's as simple as there's a little extra oxygen in the line when it's getting poured into the cans. It, yeah. It, it's... Now, there's always going to be your, your negative Nancys, as I like to call them, who are always going to crap on whatever beers that they want to. It's just, to me, be fair. If you don't like the style, don't constantly give it a low rating. Just don't drink it. Exactly. Whereas, or just, you know what? Don't rate. Yeah. That's what we do. I do. I don't rate. I check that in, but okay, you don't need to rate. It doesn't imply anything. It just, if it's good, if, if I have a comment, I'll write a comment. Yeah. But uh, I, don't, I don't put a note. I'm not going to influence the, yeah. the thing. That's, that's why I'm a bigger fan of the Instagram community when it comes to beer drinkers, is that they're passionate and, and they speak about it. And that's where, where we're also trying to come in is get you guys out there to people in Montreal who have maybe never seen you guys. And then one of our local friends sees the video and he's like, oh, I've never tried, which we'll try next from the look of it, is the Mrs. Thatcher. Nobody would ever think of drinking a margarita sour, whereas I like, oh, I want to try this because it sounds great. So. Why not? It's one thing that we, at one point, we were like, Bourbonade comes from the same thing as well. It's like drinks, we, we kind of mimic drinks in beer, mm -hmm. kind of like the, the vision of it. Uh, it's like, a, but now, for sure, when we pulled these out, uh, the beginning, there was no, uh, I wasn't really uh, <laughs> tight on the spore. Uh, <laughs> There was no like prêt à boire, or it mm -hmm. wasn't that popular. So uh, we were pretty much doing drinks in a can, but yeah. with beer. 
for sure now, okay, it might not be as yeah. relevant. But a toast! Yeah, see, it's not like crazy sour. You barely get the, the No, exactly. The like, uh, we, we kind of have like, I would say three, not three level, but three mm. family, three, yeah. three sort of sour. We have a Kazapa and Kiwi Liner, which are like, I would say our entry level sour. Uh, decent sourness, but with, with like you had the kiwi, kind of the kind of kiwi kind of bring a lot of people. They look at it, say, okay, I want to taste it, I want to try this. I don't know, I, for no reason, kiwi kind of really appeal people. <laughs> and Pazapa, I get with the honey, the, the hibiscus, and the, the gadel bring like that soft and uh, soft and everything, and uh, have the little uh, rocket candy taste. Uh, it's really well, it's really nice. Then we step with Bourbonade and Thatcher, which uh, both touch wood. So that's me much, it's still like a, 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 uh, an easy drinking sour, but they, we bring like the wood on top yeah. of it just to get a bit more complexity. And then you have the bottle, which are mixed fermentation. That's, I used to say like, uh, if you didn't never drink sour, don't really start with that, you might be surprised. <laughs> but, uh, but on the other hand, we have a guy, I was drinking only Budweiser and was here at the, uh, the opening of the brewery and the week after he was buying cases of those and said, yeah, I'm just drinking that now. <laughs> so I don't know where, what happened between Budweiser and it's, like that. Uh, usually not the case. If someone is not used to sour beer, they're going to yeah. think this is very sour. But yeah. for us that drink sour beer more often, yeah. it's pretty light sour. So, something like this, like to, like you mentioned, to, to me, the Budweiser drinker, this awakens their palate and they're like, oh my God, I can enjoy good beer. Yeah, it brightens up everything. Yeah. I guess that's what I like and I tend to do, I tend to like to do that in, especially in Saison, to bring a little bit of acidity just to brighten up the whole thing in mouth. So when you're drinking, it's not heavy. It's just mm -hmm. like, it's exploding and it, it helps all the flavor in it as well. So it's a little bit of acidity sometimes, just make everything better. I mean, cause Quebec, in, in my eyes, has come so far because, you know, we're so European-inspired in Quebec that it was just Belgians, 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 Belgians for ages, and now all of a sudden it's Sours, New England's, and this, and, and just Quebec in the last five years, the beer scene is just getting better and better and better, and I, I look forward every day to guys like you, guys down the street, creating more beers, coming out with new stuff. Who knows, maybe a new style be created in Quebec that the rest of the world's going to use at some point. Like coming out of New England, obviously Vermont. Exactly the hazy kind of so. uh, IPAs. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's uh, I don't know which kind of be, which style. The thing is, yeah, we're so much everywhere. Mm -hmm. All the brewery. It's uh, it's going to be really hard to focus on one thing. Yeah. Uh, but I read, uh, I don't know, I think it's Philip Luther at one point, we did a, an article on it. That's, what if the red ale was the Quebec style? Mm -hmm. And uh, designing the, the Acton Ale Red was pretty much what we had in mind. Said, you know what? It's not going to be an Irish red ale. It's not going to be like a bitter. It's not going to be like an American red ale. It's not gonna... Let's just throw what people likes here in a, in a, in a red ale beer. So mm -hmm. they, they want a bit of caramel, they want a bit of bitterness. They want, and it turned out to be something that's nothing of everything, but it yeah. just, it works. So it's, uh, it, it, it maybe is this, and it's the only place, I guess, on the planet where Rousse exists. Yeah, yeah. It's a freaking color, but <laughs> here, here we drink Rousse, and yeah. you know what? Maybe that's the style. And everybody in Quebec kind of make a Rousse, they all make it different, but mm -hmm. we're still the only place that do Rousse. I, I mean, you guys mentioned you homebrewed as well to start. That, that first ever homebrew, did it come out like, this is what we wanted or this has to go down the drain? But personally, my, actually the friend that I start homebrew, that I cut my first barrel to make a pot, was here yesterday and we were talking about it. Uh, I guess the first three homebrew because I didn't want to follow any recipe any time in my life. So it's just like, yeah, I was just creating stuff, but without knowing anything. So it was quite bad. I end up drinking it, I guess, but it was quite bad. And I, I was burning everything. Every, for, for sure, every brew session, I was burning something down. It was just <laughs> catastrophic. But then when we start, 
But yeah, but, when, did, but yeah. when we did at your place, uh, it was your equipment, so you, yeah. you, you were kind of used to it. But around the same time, uh, sh shortly after, I, I bought my own equipment so I could, could brew at my place too. And for sure, the first one there was not very well, I good guess, yeah. since I, I started with brewing a bag. And well, you have to learn your... your uh, yeah, there's a curving line with your equipment as well. Yeah. When you start with something new, even bring... Okay, we, we were against thick no wood in the production area, but we, we, dry, we, we brew Acton Ale Blown as a test batch where we... You know what? If it's not good, it's going to be in drain. It's first run on the, on the, the system. And uh, as we were brewing it, it was just like, wow. That freaking system is awesome. It's just like everything works perfectly and they end up being the, the, the beer that we can. But uh, for sure, if you have uh, usually a new, a new system, it's, there's always something that's going to go wrong. Yeah. So uh, another question I kind of like to ask is uh, somebody comes here and buys a bunch of your beer. What are some friends in the area that you tell them to go as well, buy beer and drink there as well? Well, for sure, Perspective. Yeah, Perspective. Uh, Brian does... Uh, is really uh, IPA uh, oriented, mm -hmm. but uh, you do is doing great beer. I guess it's his first anniversary now. Right now, I guess he just came out with that beer. Otherwise, uh, so than that, uh, for a nice place as well, uh, Robin has a really nice terrace. In summer, and yeah, it's not too far. It's 20, 25 minutes. Well, yeah, from here, it's close. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. I, we're gonna be able to build like some sort of beer road at one point. Kind of like the Lanoid Bières and, and things yeah, like yeah, that. Something yeah, something like that. Very cool. or I don't know, something yeah. like that. We're I'm find sure you guys it. will figure it out. Yeah, yeah, we'll find a funny name. Yeah. Who's kind of like the old school brewery in, in Actonville, uh, in the Monteregie, I mean? Wow, uh, old school. Uh, but Monteregie goes like quite far. You can go up to, because uh, actually like South Shore of Montreal is Montéregie. Like yeah. I was saying, we're really at the far end. So the old school, uh, but you have Benelux. With okay. a ca I know Canal is in Montreal, but the new location is well, in... Bedon uh, Ronde will be... Bedon Den, yeah. Okay, yeah. It will be uh, in uh, Chambly. Chambly. Yeah. Uh, Probably one of the older, for sure. For the older, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, on top of that, I guess... Uh, well, you have Molson now in Saint-Hubert, mm -hmm. which is kind of old brewery, I think. Yeah. It's a bit of a funny region since it's pretty big and covers so many different yeah. places. Yeah. See, there's a, way, a big difference between us here and Longueuil. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a bit of a We have a friend who moved out to Chambly, and, and what I, I mean, I've missed it desperately, but uh, with the beer festivals returning, do you see you guys setting up tents at, at Chambly Beer Festival, Laval Beer, uh, Festival de Bière de Laval, and, and the Mondial? Do you see that being back there this year with things well, reopening? Well, it's planned to go to back to both Chambly and Laval. Yeah. And uh, a couple more. We, I would guess we'll try to more focus on the region here, uh, since uh, I guess our customer, our direct customer, are around. So probably uh, Waterloo have uh, one in the end of August, I think. End of August? No, September. Yeah, it's not even October. No, I guess it's end of September this yeah. year. So they have one day. It's a small festival there. Uh, we'll see how Drummondville will do, and uh, we try. Uh, yeah, I would guess we'll try to focus around maybe uh, what's that one Grand Coulee? It's in uh, Offord. Yeah, that could be an option too. We went there once; it was a nice festival. So uh, Mondial, I don't. I say I guess for the, the metropolitan area, we'll focus on Laval, which is a really nice festival. I know the people well. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, missing. I've been going to Laval ever since it started, the La and I live in Verdun, so I take the bus and metro because thankfully I can do that and don't drink and drive ever. Uh, it's just, it's so convenient. It's yeah. big and it's open and I can spread yeah, apart. Yeah, they have the bus deal as yeah. well, bring you to the metro all so, uh, straight. So yeah, it's, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, uh, I'm really looking forward to the beer festivals returning and, and something as simple as Bose Oktoberfest, you know, just getting together with friends, meet downtown Montreal, take the bus to Van Cleek, Drink, drink as much as you can. Get and back in the bus. Take the bus sleep. home, and you have your nice one-liter Stein to bring home. It's, I've missed festivals a lot more than I ever thought I'd miss them. You're done for an hour. That's one. Yeah, you want to go uh, Bourbonade, Lagon? So we'll start with the Bourbonade, which I've had before, which is. Oh, well, that's a I new loved. batch from last oh, week. So uh, that's one thing too. We can tell you it's. Uh, 
Bourbonnet is a barrel-aged beer. Mm -hmm. So we had comments from people, yeah, it's not the same color, doesn't exactly taste the same. Uh, we decide not to put any uh, millism on okay. it or batch, mm -hmm. or there's obviously a batch number. Yeah. But uh, for sure it's going to change from batch to batch. It's not the same yeah. barrel, it's not the same, uh, there's little stuff changing. Yeah. I mean, uh, this batch is a little bit darker than uh, than the previous one. Yeah. Uh, but I guess uh, the vanilla came out a bit yeah. more. Ooh, nose is nice. A toast. Yeah, the nose is beautiful on this. I remember having it going like, "Oh my god, this is so tasty." So let's... See that one? The, the vanilla is a bit more present. Yeah. A little bit less lemon on this one. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. it's always a bit different, but the the. The thinking behind the beer is still the same, still like a bourbon lemonade. Mm. Yeah, the bourbon's not like kicking my butt. Like there's um, a bourbon barrel age I get every year out of Ontario and it's just, it's, you get the coffee and then it's just bourbon leathery tastiness. So that's... Well, that's usually I, like it's a second run. It's always a, yeah. second, a second run barrel. Uh, we use the first for our uh, stout. Uh, but uh, yeah, that will be quite aggressive. We never did it with a first run. Uh, that would be probably quite aggressive. We'll have to blend. That would be maybe an option at one point. Still, we have now we have the room. Mm -hmm. uh, we can uh, probably start a program where we can mix like first, second, and third, and kind of uh, blend all this to make like try to make it look and exactly the same at all the time. On the other end, it's fun to have like some sort of uh, stuff that changed from one batch to the other. I, I mean, I, I love the variety that, that you can do is you just you, you add a little more vanilla or you add a little more of this or you, you barrel age it a little longer. It just, it changes the beer and it's, for, it's entirely new beer. I mean, I remember it being more lemon, lemon forward. Yeah. This is a lot more vanilla bourbon forward. Oh, yeah, the, I guess the barrel from that yeah. batch was, it were a little bit, it's not, it's not the same, uh, the same burble. You, we, mm -hmm. we usually do it in the vanilla and this one was, uh, I don't remember which one it was, but it was really less boozy, more like on the, the vanilla from the, bur the, the barrel was really mm -hmm. for, uh, forward, so. Yeah, uh, this is beautiful. I mean, uh, it's such a change from what I remember the last one I had, and I did enjoy the last one. It's as you mentioned, you just you changed it, and I mean, my palate's like, I'm so happy right now, <laughs> so it's, it's great. great. Um, now, obviously, you're clearly very busy uh, with everything and, and things reopening and stuff, um, but when there's time, a beer vacation you want to take that you've never been on. So if you've never been to Europe or or specific parts of Europe, any Czech like Republic that. for me. For sure. Yeah, that's uh, definitely on, on my list. Uh, I'm gonna get back there for sure. It's uh, but no, no back there. I've never been there. It's uh, I want to just go drink pills for like two weeks <laughs> and get smashed with pills. Uh, but I went to Asheville once, and I'm I want to go back there for sure. Uh, North Carolina? Shit. Yeah, that sounds yeah. fun. It's, a, it's like a small, I don't know it's, if it's 75,000 people, but uh, I guess close to 30-something brewery. Mm -hmm. uh, you have the big, uh, the big guy, Sierra Nevada, New Belgium there. There's a, a bunch of, but every corner have a brewery. So it just, we're, I was there for five days, I think. I not even did the, <laughs> half of it. And there's some really, really nice stuff there. And uh, White Lab is there. It's, it's, it's really it's, it's a brewing. It sounds a bit like Portland, Oregon. Kind of. Also yeah. kind so of it's, uh, it's, I, I want to get back there. In fact, three-hour flight from Montreal. Yeah. So it's uh, for sure something that I want to do. Not even uh, the second. I want to do it often. I guess what's, what's next? Do you see yourselves opening a tap room or maybe having a patio or a terrace outside? Like what, what's, what's next for Bob McNabb? Uh, yeah, so we're looking to, to get a tap room. We have the building here, and we, we didn't, you didn't see it, but that side is ours too. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's like an entrepot and our um, cold room and, and, and such. Uh, but that way too, it's um, more space. It's taken now, but it's supposed to slowly, and then mm -hmm. the ones uh, renting it uh, should get out. So we should have room for, for a tap room there. Uh, we're working with the city to, to, to get the, that approved since it's an industrial uh, zoning, so you always need to get that figured out. Uh, and also we want a terrace in front here. So our initial plan for this, since it looks like it won't happen in that place for, for, uh, for this summer, mm -hmm. we might make a tiny tap room here. 
uh, and a bigger terrace outside. And there's some word of they might have to dig a pipe or something, so we'll see exactly <laughs> how and yeah. if it can happen and, and when. Yeah, uh, but, but yeah, we, we definitely <laughs> want, want a tap room, but we'll probably do it step by step. I might maybe start with a terrace and a tiny space. Definitely here. want to have people drink beer here, so uh, it's really something that I miss from uh, from the time I was at Insulai. I wasn't in Insulai for the first year mm -hmm. as a brewer, and uh, it's really something nice to have people drink your beer there and talking about it. And when you sometimes people drink, when you explain what they, you, you're supposed to drink, it's it becomes all clear. I, I used to be, uh, I used to work in sales. Mm -hmm. I was in the audio video industry and I did a bit of sales there. And when you, you tell people what you're gonna hear before have them hear something, okay, watch, you're gonna have this, 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 this. You play the, the, the part, this, this. Okay, yeah, I got everything. But same thing with beer. If you have a taste this, you're gonna taste this, 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 this. They're all gonna get. It's, it, you explain the whole thing. I, I miss that part with the client just to, Explain the whole thing, explain our philosophy behind it, why we do it this way, and uh, especially with sour beer. Uh, in Acton Vale, they, we, they're probably the first sour beer they saw. It's us. Uh, I remember like the first week or so I was here, go to the IGA, they had like Rodenbach Grand Cru, mm -hmm. uh, like liquidation, $3.99 a bottle or something like that, and I sent him a picture, and I said, Holy crap, we're gonna have a hard time setting our beer here. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, but we'll have to sh tell them and show, explain it to, to people what, what it is. And uh, for sure, you don't start, you, you build up the, the thing. But uh, yeah, I miss a tap room. Tap room yeah. and uh, at least having to talk with people. And uh, actually, in Acton, it's what's missing right now. There was one restaurant slash bistro pub yeah. that, that caught on fire during the uh, winter which they don't from what i heard they won't gonna build back yeah so there's yeah. like two bar which more or less uh, one of them sell our beer uh, the acton nails are there uh there's i say a good good answer to it uh but uh it's really uh, something that's missing in the, in the demand people talk to us about yeah yeah you need to have the place and uh, probably on long term, when well, like Matthias was saying, the other room uh, probably had a restaurant or something, mm -hmm. some sort of uh, a food, uh, yeah. Yeah. food with it. So, uh, I mean, there's so many rules in Quebec when it comes to certain things. I find it's uh, we just gone to Bodega a couple of weeks ago to interview them, and they're like, "Yeah, we had to buy food and put it on shelves because that's a rule in Quebec." I'm like, "That's just silly. You should just be able to buy beer, like sell beer, and." you know, maybe nachos and salsa and hot sauces, but like, no, we have to have a certain value uh, of food on shelves. And that sucked because we don't want to like go outside. We want to support Quebec. So it's like what artisanal kind of pizzeria or this and this and that can we put in? And that is obviously one of the roadblocks I find in Quebec specifically, uh, especially like you guys couldn't deliver during the pandemic where Ontario, uh, the Maritimes, uh, Van um, BC, I could order my beer online and then you get basically an Amazon driver to bring Yeah, yeah, exactly, beer. and drop it. Actually, you know, you order yeah. beer from Ontario and they're gonna deliver it yeah. to your door. They don't, they don't really care. Which is a bit silly since you can do that with SOQ. Yeah. It's like hard liquor yeah. Or, yeah. or whatever. It, to me, it's, it's, it sucks because I, I would love to be able to just do a full day of just order Monteregie beers and then they show up at my door the next day. It, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's something like I, I I have that thinking sometime and just say, okay, I don't really want to go into that because I don't see myself filling cases of beer just and shipping stuff. Mm -hmm. It's not like the business. I'm a, we're at a brewery, but on the other end, like you say, if you somewhere from uh, Montreal or yeah. I don't know, ABCB or Saint-Jean and you want to have like, okay, you know what? I want to have stuff from this brewery. I'm going to order a case. Boom. Hey, you know what? It could be really great because uh, the, the it, one thing that changed uh, kind of, Quite a lot. I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or because, yeah, for sure, there's more and more brewery. The 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 selling of uh, selling beer through the the detaillant, through the dépanneur, through yeah. the the grocery store, it's more and more. It's, a, it's more and harder and harder. When we started in 2017. Okay, we were like smaller batch, we were new guys, so it was easy to sell. It was just like... And we did one beer at a time. Yeah. yeah, we were doing one beer at a time, so it was just like you clack the finger, boom, was sale. Now it's 
it's way different. Uh, shelves are filled with, yeah. uh, with beer. Uh, there's more and more brewery there. The level goes higher and higher. So for sure, you can be the top gun in every style. Uh, but uh, you can defend yourself, I guess. Uh, but it's, uh, it's something that we... Uh, it, it's really hard to, to work with. That, that changed in the last two years. So if we could deliver straight to the customer, yeah, that well, would be a good option. Because uh, I know when, when the pandemic started, I was, I was very... It's the end of the world, <laughs> you know. Um, and and cheer, uh, boutique cheers there in, in Montreal. Like, we deliver. I'm like, sweet. So it's... Oh, I haven't had a beer from the, like, because of, of maps and you mentioned them maybe doing a Montérégie thing is, oh, I discovered the Lanaud beer, I discovered the Canto Bolas, I discovered it's... Cheer was the, cheers was the, I guess, the, the pioneer in that delivering yeah. beer like that, but now you, I can pretty much shit every dépanneur mm -hmm. that's a bit serious, they have a delivery service right now since, because of the pandemic. Yeah. They all came out with the online shop. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, they sell stuff online. It's, the thing is, it might not be all the, 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 the yeah. what they have in store that will be online because, yeah, for sure, it's a bit of an issue when... And uh, you all have, the new beers all the time, too. Yeah, yeah. it's like you, you have like a 16 new, new stuff coming out every week. Okay, yeah, yeah. maybe it's going to be like a, they're going to have to hire somebody full-time just to put them online. Yeah. But uh, I think, yeah, the, the, the delivery thing from the dépanneur might become something before we can even sell from the brewery. So maybe focusing on that part and, you know what, uh, it's not male, but what? Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, I think it'd be a great thing to, because I know there's like, oh yeah, we'll try the last beer and, and then we'll mention that. Uh, but Distribution Bouquet, you yep. know, they, they do their thing. And, and to me, there, there should be more options where you guys could, like I say, just, I saw your van out front when we came in is, your labels, your your um, yeah, your labels already on the on the thing on the van. So it's like okay, well, we could just deliver beers to yeah, we deliver with that and, and actually. And so like that, so yeah, that we 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 still uh, work with Bucket on all the uh, the the outside of yeah. uh, I would say our reach, mm -hmm. but uh, the everything that we can do, it's like it's economic. It's mm -hmm. a, an economic thing as well. If we uh, we're we're a two-man show here yeah. as we speak, so uh, we do everything. So no, and you're clearly very busy. That's why when I always say like when you could finally take a beer vacation, because <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I can't imagine, and I'm just, I'm guessing maybe you're married and by, or have kids, and it's just uh, that. And by the time I guess we would be really good in Czech uh, pills, so yeah. we might not even so. have to go there. Just drink <laughs> ours. Awesome. So Lagon Bleu. Enjoy this last beer. A toast. Thank you, gentlemen. So Lagon Bleu, it's a uh, mixed fermentation. So 100% uh, barrel. It goes from the from the kettle straight to the barrel mm. for four to six months, and then uh, get back into uh, into stainless for just the well, for the, the adding of the fruit, depending of the what we want to do. We have Lagon Bleu. We have Chardonnay, which is a Chardonnay. Uh, uh, yep. wine that we had to it, unfermented, uh, for a second fermentation, and then Bigarro with cherry, uh, black cherry and uh, vanilla. Mm -hmm. uh, Lagon Bleu is blueberry, passion fruit, and a little bit of lactose just to round up yeah. everything. Uh, I'm starting to see the lactose thing happening more and more and more in beers. It's, um, um, I, I mean, I went to, again, before the world shut down, I was in Vermont, and I was at Burlington Beer Company, and I brought a bunch of lactose IPAs back and every single, the guy who hates IPAs, hates IPAs are like, this is one of the best beers I've ever had. Yeah, it's sweet. So, yeah. Uh, I guess the, the, the thing is, and there's a, lot of, uh, there's a lot of new kids that start drinking beer and they got into that first the Nipah and then the, 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 with the, the adding of lactose as well. It's a, you have that taste, that sweet taste when you're born. Yeah. So you just taste it and it's sweet and it, it works. We used a little bit of lactose just to round up. I'm not a big fan of lactose in any beer. It's, you know what, it's something yeah. that you don't really need if you do your work properly or you, depending on the, the, the orientation you want to have. Obviously, if you want to go over the top, you'll need it. But uh, in this case, it's just to make sure like the, the perception, the, the mm -hmm. pH of those is really low. I was saying like it's sour for people that drink sour pretty much. 
but uh, in every one of them, we have like, we trick. So you're a mind trick. We, we use lactose in this one, but in the Big Yaru, it's the vanilla that, give, that tricks your mind into yeah. sweetness. So, yeah, the, this one, yeah, it's sour from the start, and then we add passion fruit, which, yeah. which adds to that. So Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's again, it's, it's another one of that. It's side. more complex. There's yeah. a lot, there's a more stuff happening, so. You, both of you clearly have a lot of creativity that you're just trying to put in, in cans and bottles, so. Oh, yeah, there's always a Bob McNeil twist. Mm -hmm. See, all the cans have the signature of the, to the brewer, which is Bob McNeil. But uh, it's, if you see that signature, it is going to be a twist. There's always, uh, you, we didn't have time to, to taste the, the basic stuff, but we'll have later, I guess. But even if it's a weird beard, it's, it's not a weird beard. It's, it's a blanche, but it's a blend of Belgian and German. Mm -hmm. uh, it, there's always something. There's always a twist where we, uh, we, we like to play with it. Just like, yeah. we throw a curveball in pretty much every style we do, so. Yeah. And all fantastic, I mean, every brewery I've spoken with, every brewery in Quebec and Ontario, you guys all make great beers. And, and just the difference, there's just subtle differences from each place, but it's subtle enough for me to want to go back and, and buy another beer or bring back a four pack or, or something. But so. we're all do, doing beer at, this, at the point, so that it's always gonna be like a small yeah. thing. See, pills check, we all do pills, there's a lot of brewers that are doing check, uh, pills check that they, they, at the, at, to start with, they're supposed to be like this and then yeah. we just bring, everybody brings this little thing. So we, have, we end up having like uh, maybe 10 beers that are not exactly the same, but you have really the inspiration is really yeah. there. So everybody bring his twist, his own yeah. twist. But. Guys, fantastic talk today. I really appreciate you both taking time in your schedule to speak with us about your brewery and pleasure. your fantastic beers. Uh, so just let everybody know where they can find you in person and on online. Uh, we're pretty much accessible in every region uh, through at least DBSQ uh, and uh, Depanneur. If we're not there, talk to your Depanneur and uh, ask us. Uh, you can always reach us through our Facebook pages, websites on the way. Uh, if you want to see us in person, uh, we're in Actonville. Bootsix is open from, uh, from 3 to 7 on Thursday, Friday, Saturday uh, from noon to 5. Uh, and for like, uh, it's a two-man show, so it's going to be either of us most yeah. of the times at the boutique. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, uh, and uh, summertime for summer 2022, we expect to uh, have tasting room. So uh, follow, us on, yeah, follow us on Facebook and you'll have the the update on that, uh, but uh, definitely we're going to serve you beer this summer. Awesome. So all that's going to be in the show notes. As I said, check Facebook for the hours if you're in the region. Uh, as for the show, it's allbeerinside.com is the website, at allbeerinside on all social media, and as I say at the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap.